702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odyssey. 627, The Africa Report is brought to you by SAA. The ones who fly SAA's Going Route Network now flying to Sao Paulo, Brazil. Your gateway to South America. Let's talk now about COP28, the world's leaders and richest people, Crystal Orderson, all flying in their private jets uh, to an oil-producing country to talk about climate change. Uh, is there an African position on this? Good morning, Bongani. Um, yes, flying in their private jets and doing all sorts of things. So, yes, the world is gathering in Dubai. So, African leaders, um, Bongani, they're pushing for a new global tax and changes so that financial institutions help fund climate change action. But this is of little help for currently in East Africa that's um, really seeing some bad flooding. Um, Bungani, we're seeing even um, the president of Tanzania, Samia Hassan, had to cut short her trip in um, Dubai to actually go back home because of devastating um, floods in her country. And so what we've seen over the past few weeks alone, Bungani, close to 400 people have died a million people have been displaced and that is from Tanzania, Kenya, Ethiopia and Somalia. Now in Tanzania it's been particularly bad because we we just saw livelihoods simply being destroyed and wiped out and this comes at the back of the worst drought to have hit the region in 40 years now. So what's been happening is that these dry soil um you know it's less able to absorb the water and then it really increases the risk of flash flood flooding and so this is happening across the east africa and it's really uh, impacting on livelihoods so we know that the reality of climate change is there so what's happening in dubai Pungani? i mean i i mean a, a conference that lasts more than a week with so many leaders i have little hope that we're going to see some form of deal because I don't think there's going to be consensus reached. If individual countries are able to negotiate particular deals, I think that's going to be great, but I don't think it's going to be, we're not going to see a uniform um, deal for Africa. And, and that's my opinion. Others might disagree with it, but I don't see that these farmers in Tanzania or Kenya are going to get some help from the world. I mean, he's done some incredible things, building a second Suez Canal parallel to the first, uh, two dozen new cities, railways, bridges, a shiny new capital on Cairo's outskirts. Are Egyptians, though, satisfied with President al-Sisi? Well, that's a good question, Bongani, because the debt for all of that um, that Egypt now owns international lenders stands at close to $30 billion. That repayments needs to start next year. So right now, the country and its people, more than 100 million people, are really facing a tough time. So the Egyptians abroad have already started voting in that presidential election that's happening next week. Voting will take place over three days. And so apart from Sisi, there's three other candidates, but Sisi is the main um, candidate and it's likely that he will win. Now the economy is the election, is the big election issue. We've seen um, the cost of living increase, even the basic, which is bread, have also um, become unaffordable. But he has been in power for 10 years. Of course, he came into power during a coup and it's likely that he's now standing for this third term. 
despite the clampdown on media freedom and human rights. Now, it's the economy that's the big issue. Um, the IMF have already started borrowing the country money, um, but LCC has refused to sell state assets, which is one of the requirements to access more money. Um, and also there's the issue of the currency. So what critics are saying, Bongani, is that Ultimately, LCC is going to win the election, but he wants to win so that he can start implementing um, these really tough economic austerity measures because that $30 billion for all of those things that you have mentioned needs to be paid back and he needs to have um, the authority and the legitimacy of a vote that he will be able to bring in these hard-hitting austerity measures that we're likely to see in 2024 in Egypt. Well, of course, um, <laughs> they've got something to show for their debt, don't they? Crystal Alderson, we'll leave it there for this morning. <laughs>